calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Sarah Michelle Gallagher, Buffy, Vampire, Spider-Man, Now the Backstreet Boys are all grown up with their own Hello. Hello. <laughs> welcome to We Stand Together, a pop culture academic symposium. Yes, welcome. We're the pop culture professors. I'm Caitlin Bitsagai. I'm Lauren Brickman. And you know, we're a couple of smart people talking about some dumb topics. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. We have master's degrees. We've taught college students. And Lauren, you actually recently told me you're a lawyer. Yes, it is true. I did get an email from a student that was trying to ask me for legal advice. I I think I'm still very confused about the exchange I had at midnight last night. But you know, wow, midnight. Yeah, you know, that's that's something they don't tell you about when you sign up for being a teacher that students will find a way to contact you literally 24 hours a day. What happened to work at nine to five? Dolly is a liar. I 
can't even believe sometimes. And like, I'll put things on silent, but then I'll like be like, I mean, I guess I'll respond. I'm awake too. I don't yeah, know. And then it, you know, it just creates hopefully less trouble for you the next day, but who knows? Yeah. Especially when the class is the next morning, you're like, well, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And you had to show up at court at like 6 a.m. <laughs> to help her. Yeah. And then there's that. But we're not here to just talk about the intricacies of law, which we are experts on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're here to talk about standing. Yes, yes. Do you be an obsessive fan of something or someone? Caitlin, what are you standing right now? What is what is keeping you going these days? Well, I am standing a show, and hopefully it's, it's end soon, which is Love Island, the... Okay. British, only Mm. watching the UK version, not watching America or Australia. Um, I'm excited that it's ending this week. We're talking about a show that has over 50 episodes a season. Mm. I don't want to think about what I could have been doing with that time. Please, no Mm. one bring it up. Just I guess it's about young people dating and they they live on Love Island, but it's a villa. Now, Uh, do do you think it's because you met your husband so young? Is that the appeal? Are you like getting to relive your wild 20s through these young young hot people i'm sure if i was single my life would be exactly like love island that's, <laughs> that's what i've crazy. always thought that's what i've always thought about that's you. what's crazy is yeah. it would be so much like that so is it a little bit like a sliding door like you're like wow this is what it could have been if i just made one different choice it's exactly like that you've nailed the appeal in every way um it's weird, too, because there's they, they pair up, but then there's a winner that's chosen by uh-huh. the British public. That seems like totally unrelated to anything. But, you know, I am mm-hmm. rooting for Davide and Ek and Sue. Uh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Two complete lunatics mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. I don't believe are in love, but they think it's very funny that they're together. So mm-hmm. I respect the humor of it. <laughs> I love that. I do. What are you getting, Lauren? You know, I'm standing, I've been standing the same thing since about July 15th. Um, it's now a couple weeks later, Pacific. and I can't stop listening to Lizzo's new studio album special. I just can't. Fair. I, and I feel like I really liked it when it first came out, but I feel like I have had a week. It's been a rough week, and there's something about this album. I felt like Lizzo was hanging out with me, keeping me company, mm. keeping me smiling this week. And I just, thank you, Lizzo. And I just have to say, I've said this before, I don't know if on this podcast or just to myself late at night, but... I don't know if there is another celebrity alive that I have more confidence in. I genuinely know in my heart of hearts, I believe in my core, Lizzo and I are supposed to be friends. Like, I don't, I'm not trying to like ask her to help me with my career. Like, just like we are supposed to be on a group chat. We're supposed to be buddies. We're supposed to be hanging out because... Elizabeth, like, thank you for making me feel special this week, girl. Oh, I that's love her. so great. I love her so much. And I just, like, I want to be there for her, too. Because I was like, man, Lizzo, I want to be your cheerleader. Did I ever tell you that I saw Lizzo live when she was very first out? Like, she had maybe mm-hmm. one single. And she was at Louisville, Kentucky's Pride event. This was a free concert on the waterfront. She mm-hmm. was great. But yeah. she only had, like, five songs. It wasn't a full concert. Yeah. Well, I will say my one complaint about this album is it is too short. There should be more songs. But you know what? Leave them wanting more. And Maybe I like we're getting that. a B-Sides coming up. Ugh. From your lips to God's ears, may it happen. I need it. Well, you know, it could happen because I-, I did make something happen. What did you make happen? 
I got today's guest to be on the oh, show. Oh, you sure did. Please welcome to the show, Jason Sweeten. Hello, hello. I've been got. I love it. It's so good to be here. <laughs> I've been I've got. Been got. Um, I love uh, it. And I support a love Lizzo Lauren friendship. Like that has to happen. Oh, yes. thank oh. you. I- yeah, I know she, friend of the show, Rachel Sumakay, lived in the same apartment building that Lizzo lived in at one point. Wow. And when she first moved there, she was like, I've heard rumors that Lizzo has been too busy to move out and she's just always on the road. So she was like, she might still live here. So I spent like an entire day just at the pool hoping I'd see Lizzo. Wow. And I did not meet Lizzo that day, but I did get an incredible sunburn. Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. thank you so much what a great story to tell her though when you're friends yeah yeah this i'm gonna be like you see this cancer spot that's from the day i got (laughs) a summer waiting for you because i'm very that's my that's my irish blood coming through oh one day in the sun you're gonna be marked for life you're cooked you're cooked cooked. (laughs) turn me over i'm a piece of irish bacon what can i say (sighs) but shockingly sunburns are not the theme of today's show Mm. No, today we're talking about games, oh. games in media, board games. We got an expert with us, Jason. Oh, oh yes. Jason. So thrilled to be here. Yes, let's talk games. Let's roll some dice. Uh, <laughs> oh, how many, how many dice are near you right now? For me, the answer is like 25. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Jason Sweden, always ready to play a game at a moment's notice. If there's one thing I know about Jason Sweden, it's that at any given moment, he is designing a game, playing a game, writing sketch shows about games. Like this, this guy lives, breathes, bleeds. Bleeds. Love games. them. Love them. He bleeds games. <laughs> he bleeds games. Have you ever seen a bleed? I, I saw a whole chessboard fall out of his heart yeah, once. It's real, I just wow. store them inside. It's really uh, tough to walk around and run, but otherwise, I'm very fun. <laughs> <laughs> wow so he's credentialed yes. lauren what what is your credential to discuss i guess the closest thing i have is i did once play a game uh, a one day only campaign that jason was the D master of the one and oh, only nice. time i played D was with jason um i did feel strongly that i would not be necessarily missed if i did not go in the next campaign but i did play yes. once um oh, that's fun yeah that has to be a thing like i'll go to a game night i don't always get invited back you were always, you were i think like mm-hmm. a witch that lived outside of the death house we were exploring and you would like play a little wow. bit kill some monsters leave it was great the the thing about me is i will I will make a bold choice out of left field because I'm just like, who cares? And that has also gotten me into trouble occasionally at trivia nights. But I will say I am fresh off a win at the neighborhood trivia night this past Tuesday, front of the show. Kate, our sometimes uh, correspondent on live shows doing deep dives into niche pop culture, and I did win and we did get a $40 credit for next week. Are you yeah. defending your title? I will be out of town. <laughs> oh, convenient. Yes. Mm-hmm, convenient. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll circle back sometime next year. Uh, but Caitlin, what is your credential this week? Well, I did take a chess class in college, which was pretty fun. This very 
quirky professor taught it who was also the owner of the local video store. He had very great, this was the aughts, but he had very great 90s vibes. You know, he was mm. that kind of guy. A uh, friend of the show who's certainly never listened, Chris Wagner, has mm. took it with me. But, you know, I'm actually upset because often when I give a credit, I reference some sort of weird professional gig that I've done. And I cannot believe it seems so right up my alley that I would have written like sketch for a toy con or something. And the fact that hasn't happened, I feel like is like a pretty glaring omission. I you just reminded me I performed at a toy con once. Well, there you, you go. See all the more. Story Pirates got invited to perform at ToyCon. Um, and while I was there, this is the beautiful thing about the wild life of being a performer. At ToyCon, I heard it, a voice go, Lauren. And I turned around and a girl I had been an intern with at um, when I was in college, she had gotten engaged to a guy who was like the son of a toy empire. And she was just there with him. And it was like the wildest moment of my life. And I was like, what? Anyways. But this explains that Story Pirates is eating up all the toy gigs. That makes it's perfect true. sense. Yeah, Story Pirates has a corner on that market. On it. So that's, that's why fair. you're not there. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. That's why you're not there. Um, well, obviously, we're all really credentialed. So I think it's time to play our first game. Are you yeah. all ready to play our first game? Yes, Let's do yes, it. Yes. So, Jason, because I've seen your artistry as a dungeon master, I knew we had to do something with Great. D&D. Yes. And... I was thinking about how in my classroom, students have been very excited about D&D because of Stranger Things. They all wanted oh. to get into it because there's apparently a huge campaign going on with one of my cohorts. But that made me think about the fact that these young whippersnappers, they don't realize that D&D, it's been impacting pop culture for a lot longer than Stranger Things oh, has sure. been around. So I'm going to test your knowledge jason with a little game called they didn't deed or didn't yeah. deed didn't they <laughs> <laughs> and so i'm gonna give you uh, a name of a tv mm -hmm. show and you're gonna tell me did they or didn't they D &D? oh this is good because they just had to do one episode <laughs> of it oh wow okay yeah okay okay some of these are hopefully very obvious some of these might not be all right the first one Freaks and geeks. Yes. Did they D and D? You said you said that so confidently. How could they? How could they not? I've not seen that show, but how could they not have played D and D? Like I feel like you could. We could put up, pull up the trailer right now, and it'd be like open on them playing D and D. Like that's got to be the whole show. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> It is not the whole show, but it is a big plot line in the 18th and final episode. Uh, wow. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It often gets in like roundups about D&D. &D. It mentions how it shows. One of the reasons people love that episode is because it shows how D&D &D reaches across social groups to bring people together. All right. Here's this next one. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Ooh, I still say yes because it was on for so long and had so many episodes that there had to be one like haunted game master that affects the school. Like it just feels like a yes, but it could be if if it's if I'm wrong, it's a good question. You know what? You're yes! right. They did, yes! but it was once again in the finale. What? There's a game. They're playing a game of D and D in the finale episode, and I think that's the only reference to it in the wow. whole series. Wow, what a weird. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Trend. Okay. All right. Well, Jason, you're two for two. Your reasoning skills are unparalleled. Let's see if you can keep the streak going with this next one. A show I know we both used to watch, but have we continued to? Riverdale. Oh. 
Okay, so <laughs> I have heard that there is like a later season plot about like a D&D cult. I don't know if they technically call it Dungeons and Dragons. So this could be a trick question where it's like they're playing Pathfinder or they're playing like Monsters and Mayhem and it's not technically D&D. Uh, but because of things that I have heard, I'm going to still say yes. Jason, way to show your work because technically no, but yes, because as we know with Riverdale, every now and then they get worried about legality, I think, and they sometimes don't call things by their <laughs> real names, and sometimes they do. This is a perfect <laughs> example. They play a very D&D inspired game, but they call it Griffins and Gargoyles. Uh, Griffins and Gargoyles. Good name. I like wow, that. Yeah, that works. It has to be alliterative, yeah. but it's just too yeah. yeah. That seems like a younger, like a child's yeah. onboarding game to Dungeons and Dragons. It's very friendly. Yeah. Like yeah. Friendlier. Yeah. We got little eagles and stone statues. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. All right. Here's here's your next one. What about the Sopranos? Uh, this feels like no. I also feel like the previous questions have all been yes, so I've got to get a no in there somewhere. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no. <sighs> Damn it, Jason, your pacing skills are too good. It was a no. But and I was really hoping today I would discover there was a reference to D&D in there and I could not find any proof. But if someone out there could find proof, let me know. Because and it's then not if we can verify it didn't happen, that's obviously a Jason Sweeten yes. sketch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> would love yeah. to. Yeah. Because play D &D. Know that. Yeah. I'm going to tell you this. I have not watched it since it's originally aired and I will not. That's just not a thing that's for me personally. But I respect anyone uh, that does. All right. This next one. Big Bang Theory. Yes. 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 Yeah. They yeah. have to have. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're correct. And I remember this because this was a default show. I'd come home and I cannot tell you how many times I found my grandmother watching this show. But <laughs> I promise you she doesn't know what the show was about and she couldn't name a single character. But I can tell you that there was a recurring theme of D&D. My dad loves Big Bang Theory. Uh, he loves those yeah. nerds. He loves, yeah. All right. Last okay. one. Oh, I'm so close to perfection, but that's not the goal. You're of so this. close. <laughs> You're so close. Can you, can you graduate with a perfect score? What about Gilmore Girls? Oh, this one's tough um my inclination is no because okay. of just the tone of the show it was on for many seasons so like i could have seen you know in the college years she stumbles into a D, D game at school or something it feels i i'm gonna have to go with no yeah so i'm gonna give you the point because no they never played it however uh. They did make a joke about it that fans are still oh. mad about. I found a thread on Reddit or something today that was talking about a joke made in season two, episode 13, the Atiskit Atasket episode where they're like auctioning off Lorelai and Lorelai makes a snarky joke about these two guys that were going to bid on her like looking like they could play D&D &D or something. Sure. There's some snarky yeah. derogatory. And I found a post on some blog somewhere where some guy was like, it was hard enough to just agree to watch Gilmore Girls. And I was trying to get into it. But after this, I won't be continuing. Good for him. Stand yes. up for what you believe in. Uh, I'm glad that men of Anyways. Reddit finally can express their true feelings mm -hmm. and how they've been hurt. Mm -hmm. um, and like D&D &D is an easy like thing to make fun of in that way, but it's really a lovely game. And I will, I could go on just a soapbox of how people should play it all the time. It's great. It's amazing. But yeah, um, it is an easy way of like making fun of nerds. 
Yeah, that that doesn't feel like Amy Sherman Palladino's best. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I have to say, Jason, perfect oh, score. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh. What a good student. Thank you. Thank you. I'm. So what a so great proud. student. Yes. Now yes. I have a question. Did I leave any out that you were expecting? Oh gosh. Are there any D and D moments that you were like? No, I no, yeah, because mm-hmm. I mean, like Stranger Things, you covered. Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. Uh, Community has like a very famous D and D episode with blackface mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> oh yeah it's oh, real it's real good yeah uh, hmm. yeah real, real good use there and i'm trying to think of any others there is like a new D- uh, cartoon sort of based off of a D game but mm-hmm. that would have been too easy for me i would have known that immediately uh yeah absolutely yeah, I'm sh- now yes. let me ask you this is there a tv show that you enjoy Ooh. that you think would benefit from a D plot line? oh gosh i mean i would just like to see the women of hacks play D. I don't know why they <laughs> there we go yeah unexpected but just yeah. to like um to just see them be very upset by that game i don't even know who i guess the the millennial writer what is her name i'm blanking on it would just somehow integrate that in some way but yeah that just just to watch them flail through that would be it would be mm-hmm. a joy yeah mm-hmm. yeah Caitlin, can you think of a show where you think they could benefit from a game of D&D? I mean, Love Island. <laughs> obviously, yeah. obviously. Actually, try, like bringing in a dungeon master and making like a reality show play it yeah. with like a few experts would oh, be really okay. funny. I can't stop thinking about I made when I was when I decided to ask this question, it was I immediately had an answer and now I can't stop making myself laugh. And I really hope that in season two of The Bear, <laughs> the they start oh. playing the game. And I I just want to imagine that it's like the, uh, Marcus played by Lionel Bright voice brings it in and slowly one by one, we find them all falling in love with it. And I think by the end, Richie is just he he yeah. wants to be. He's the, the one you want to see play it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like he and Tina get really into it and mm-hmm. it's fun. And mm-hmm. I just want them to have yeah. hobbies. And they you know? need to f- calm down and they need to yell at something that's not mm-hmm. each other. They need to. How, there we go. Right? They could channel so, so much, of their, much of their aggression into the game. But they got all the tables at the new at the restaurant. And mm-hmm. so like they'd have all of the space. Half the problem is finding yeah, a, space a space to meet. And so they've already got the restaurant. So yeah. Oh, is that the biggest issue when you're at playing D&D? It's like who has a, a room right. without roommates around that you can actually just like have a table together. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Well, Jason, thank you so much for being the master of oh, D&D. Of course. It's, it's, a th- it's, it's a thrilling game. I will talk to it at length. When the pandemic hit, I was playing eight games at once. So like it's sometimes a problem in my life. Problem so- or passion? Explain what is the duration? Like, I guess they can all the campaigns can be of different yeah, lengths. Exactly. Like, so, like a session will usually go between two and four hours, mm-hmm. and so that's when you you know you sit down mm-hmm. and you kill some monsters, you explore some dungeon, um, you know, go through some story. But the campaign itself could be anywhere from like you know just that one session you show up and you play and you're done, or it could go on for years. So, um, gotcha. Yeah. What is the longest campaign you've ever been a part of? <laughs> done one that was at least like a hundred sessions, and I know that number because I would take the notes wow. for it, and so like i just had like you know session 55 this happened and there's just like a page right up of what happened during that session um which had like interconnecting google docs like detailing the dungeon we were exploring just because it was that detailed that we would get confused as to like how to navigate um under mountain as it was called so yeah oh my god (laughs) 
What are you are you currently in on any campaigns? Yes, so I'm running two games right now. One is called Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, where you it starts off in just like <laughs> a horrible icy tundra of tiny towns that are plagued by a, a winter snowstorm, and then you find secrets of the arcane of like an old city that crash landed into the ice thousands and thousands of years ago, which is a delight. Um, it's very spooky. Um, I'm also running one game that has all gay players, and all they want to do is do <laughs> drag shows when they go to towns. <laughs> <laughs> so it's literally like what they just want like what they want to know what the bar is and then they perform and they uh explain oh how their drag performances are infused with magic and it's a delight <laughs> that is a tv show i want to watch like D D, but make it gay make it gay make it gay i want to see like the gay community in this witchy world and yeah uh, sign me up yeah, i'm all that's, in that's the joy do you need can be the gayest thing ever because you be whatever you want so just be just be gay <laughs> just just, just might as yeah. well make it gay i have one last question about yeah. D. for those that are like okay i've been hearing about D for my entire lifetime i've never tried it what's your elevator pitch to get someone oh to gosh play? my elevator pitch like uh it is structured fun with friends do you want to like have a friend group that meets every other week or every week that's like tough to manage and is really i think important in life and so like yeah. that i think there's a lot of value in that like the games that i play with these people i've been friends with like for five years we send each other gifts on each other's birthdays we go to cabins together and play the game together there is like a real like small community in this like little group um and so i think it's like it's work to make friends and like this is sort of makes it fun to like have people in your life regularly yeah. um and yeah and if you want to run a game if you want to play dnd run the game run the game yourself i love it Structured fun with friends. You love to see it. All right. Well, um, we're going to quickly uh, structure some fun into our calendars and we'll be right back. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I study the secrets of the divine plagues and uncover the blasphemous truth that ours is not a loving God and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, wherever podcasts are available. GZM Shows and the creators of Six Minutes are rolling out their newest audio adventure with the podcast Discovering Dad. 
a cautious single dad with a secret past, and his rebellious kids embark on a thrilling quest complete with hidden treasure, villains, and a family curse. New episodes of Discovering Dad roll out weekly starting June 11th on Apple Podcasts. Follow the show so you never miss an episode. Or listen early and ad-free as a GZM Show subscriber. Go to gzmshows.com to learn more. All right, we've got structured fun planned for the next hundred sessions. <laughs> and uh, now it's time to de- get into something really important. Yes. Uh, Caitlin, you have a really important thesis today and i will say this when i saw the names in the run of show that you were going to mention i couldn't for the life of me have possibly anticipated this is where we would go today i'm just gonna say that okay um so i want to talk about seinfeld and (laughs) what i think is the funniest one of the funniest plots which is that kramer and newman play risk and i'll just show you a couple clips are you uh, sure you know where the impound yard is? Oh, stop stalling. Come on. I, I, I can't think it. There's all this noise. Or is it because I've built a stronghold around Greenland? I've driven you out of Western Europe? And I've left you teetering on the brink of complete annihilation. I'm not beaten yet. I still have armies in the Ukraine. <laughs> the Ukraine. You know what the Ukraine is? It's a sitting duck. A road apple, Newman. The Ukraine is weak. It's feeble. I think it's time to put the herd on the Ukraine. I come from Ukraine. You not say Ukraine weak? Yeah, well, we're playing a game here, pal. Ukraine has came to you. How about I take your little bonus? <laughs> so that is the beginning of the, the introduction of the fact that Newman and Kramer are playing Risk. They uh, actually, they. Tr- I was going to say they don't trust each other. That's not true. Newman does trust Kramer. Kramer does not trust Newman. Uh, So they set it up in Jerry's apartment and eventually take it with them everywhere they go in New York, including this scene um, that oddly topical. Didn't expect this, but. Yeah. Come in. What is it? It's Risk, Jerry. The game of world conquest. (laughs) All right, that's perfect. Kramer, why do you have to... Hello, Newman. (laughs) Hello, Jerry. Will he take it? I gotta go to work. Take what? The board, Jerry. We've been playing at Newman's for six hours, but he's gotta go. So why don't you leave it at Newman's? I wanted to. He won't let me. We have to put the board in a neutral place where no one will tamper with it. So that's here? Yes, yes, you're like Switzerland. I don't want to be Switzerland. Jerry, Newman and I are engaged in an epic struggle for world domination. It's winner take all. People cannot be trusted. Don't look at me. Oh, I'm looking right at you, big daddy. (laughs) All right, soldier boys, let's fall out. All right, so you're going to look after Oh my goodness. Oh my yeah, goodness. Yeah, I mean, I would knock over a game so, board if someone was playing on the train. Like, get away. <laughs> oh, you got it. Yeah. Um, but what I found funny thinking about this, their behavior, is that, like, 
Creamer and Newman are like identified as the craziest people on the show, but everything they do is that they just like heighten something that's actually normal that anyone would want to do, like play a game, and then they mm. get too serious about it. Whereas the other three characters are constantly in pursuit of just like petty grievances <laughs> with other human beings, or you know, doing things like um you know, getting a soup recipe in hopes of closing the soup Nazi down, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. moving a a video game across the street like Frogger so that you can maintain your one sense of glory. Like these are things they do. When you actually think about Newman and Kramer, their desires are not that weird. And this gaming mm-hmm. episode made me realize it. Like part of the thing is these are just two guys that like to have fun that live next to three sociopaths. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because there's other times like where they go to the Mets game, but then of course they think that Kurt Keith Hernandez has spat on them, which probably didn't happen. They want to mm-hmm, have a millennial mm-hmm. party, and Newman doesn't want Jerry there because Jerry sucks. Like that's actually all normal. And this mm-hmm. this risk episode, as silly as it is, I was like, at least someone's having fun. <laughs> sure, you can't fault them. So I just thought that was. Interesting because Risk and, and the way like Risk is a super self-serious game, it's a game of world domination. They're using that, I guess, like the Gilmore Girls episode to kind of make fun of these two guys. But like mm-hmm. when I really analyze it, I'm like, no, they're they're cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like them. And it made me want to try. I've I've tried to play Risk before and a lot of these games are too complicated for me, but I do admire it. Yeah. That's another reason. I'm like, they're smart if they can follow risk. <laughs> Anything yeah. that, like, six, because that game takes forever, as far as I know. Like, it is just, yes. I played it once as a child mm-hmm. at a friend's house. I was like, well, that was all we did was play this one game. It eats up time, like nothing. Yeah. That was a game, like, I remember, I didn't really know people that played D&D in college, but I knew people that were such serious risk players. And shout out to my honors college crew, you know who you were. There was a crew of them um, that were like, a combination of it was like honors kids and mostly theater honors kids who were like some of the biggest stoners and some of the smartest people and you would just see like a puff of smoke and them playing risk in random parts of the campus and i loved it right well i think this goes back to it's interesting how game playing is used to say something about a character Mm -hmm. but i'm not sure that it really like translates if you think about it yeah (laughs) like they, they kind of use game playing to be like, these people are dorks. But I'm not sure. I, I'd like to see that differently. on the show. And I think the bear is actually a great choice, Lauren. Thank like, if so we much. saw the characters of the bear playing games, I don't think you would think it's signaling that they're, like, dorky. It's, like, it's no. signaling that they want to have fun and have a beer, structured beer yes. friend time, as Jason <laughs> would say. Well, and that they also, like, that it's like you could put them in any scenario and like their personalities are going to be like, like Richie is going to be like too much in any situation. Right. You know? Right, right, like, right. Yeah. The games are good as a plot device because exactly because like you think, oh, Kramer and Newman are both the ones that are like kind of nuts. But you see how they're quite different actually in how they mm-hmm. approach that game. It's a good, honestly, as as writers, it's like a good episode to think of, even if you don't write that for like your pilot. But like how would your characters approach a game yeah. night is kind of yeah. a great concept yeah. i feel like there was like a lot of shows that did it with escape rooms it was just like there was a once escape rooms hit it's like we're no. gonna see every show because you just it's putting people into like exactly. a high pressure situation that's out of their comfort zone it's going to bring out some tip of their personality that's going to either ruin the game or mm-hmm. help them solve it in some way yeah right escape rooms 
what wow smart i've never done smart <laughs> oh wow jason's gonna need a moment to recover uh, I have, I have made an escape room for my apartment. It lives underneath my bed. I've never done one, and I've been on a UCB house team. What what a unique wow. <laughs> snowflake I what am. A, yes, you are a unicorn. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've I only... I've one. done... I was, Jason came to one with me one year. We did one once for my birthday. <laughs> uh, but I think it's time to play another Ooh. game. Oh, yeah. All right, Jason. <gasps> This one's called Gamer or Lamer. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. So I'm going to give you a celebrity, and you are going to tell me if they are self-identified gamer, and in this sense, I mean not video okay. games. Oh. Some sort of other, like board game or something okay. else. Mm-hmm. Not okay. video games. Yes, yes, yes. Interesting. Or if they're lamer, they have got nothing, or no, I couldn't find okay. any evidence. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> Chris Evans. Oh, mm. gamer, D&D, I think, specifically. I could not find evidence. He is lamer. Oh, really? Oh. I must be, Ooh. there's, I, they all, okay. There's, there's a, a lot, lot of Chris's. Chris's. Yeah. All right. Wow. Okay. All right. Vin Diesel. Oh, this one. Yeah. D and D. There's uh, D and Diesel is like a show that he is on. Oh my God. Wow. Vin, D&D. Yes, he's yeah. amazing. I have no yeah. idea. Usually any man that looks like he's like super jacked also has somehow gotten into D and D. So like Vin Diesel, the I rock. Yeah. Strong men. Love it. <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. Wow. K- Kendall Jenner. No. No, I don't believe she's ever played again. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she's, yeah, she wouldn't know where to yeah. start. No. Yeah, it just seems like that, that's not her. Gabrielle yeah. Union. Oh, gosh. Um, I have no reason f- for yes or no on this. So I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say, you know what, I'm going to say Gabrielle Union likes, loves to play a game. Uh, apparently she loves Scrabble. All right. Oh, love that for her. Yeah. Huge Scrabble head. Yeah. Makes sense. She's a writer, you know? Yeah. Um, Ted Danson. Oh, gosh. Uh, no. 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 no, for, no. Yes. It doesn't yeah. feel... Something no, about just, that yeah, feels it's, wrong. It's foreign. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen Stewart and Dax Shepard. Oh, both mm. of them together. Gosh, I they seem annoying enough as a couple. I feel like they've probably done like couples board game ads. Have they hosted a, a game show together? Ooh. I have to just say yes, because I feel like from a brand yes. perspective. <laughs> I completely agree. Apparently they're into Settlers okay. of Catan. Yeah. Oh. But I'm with you. I'm surprised they haven't co-hosted like a game show version of yeah. a board game. I imagine it seems right. It uh, probably just simply because of scheduling. They just like it's in the works. They're mm-hmm. talking about it. They've been pitched. Maybe he just wants to do it with Monica. Yeah. Michelle Yeoh. Oh, gosh. Um, yes. Yeah, sure. Why not? I don't <gasps> think so. Oh, gasp. Wow. Michelle, have some fun. <laughs> Play ga- yeah. 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 I mean, I think she needs to yeah. listen up, maybe. Bring a switch on the plane. Yeah. Or something. One thing of- <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bring plane, a switch yes, on the plane, yes, Michelle Yeoh. Yes. I know you're busy being perfect in all other yeah. ways, but if you could please <laughs> yeah, be is, in the game, she's probably just maintaining yeah. that. It takes a lot of yeah. time. Yeah. All right, George Lopez. Oh gosh. Mm. Um. No. 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 Lamer. Lamer. But another one that kind of like probably had the opportunity to oh, be a host sure. of like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tic Tac Doe. I'm sure before it was fictionalized, oh. <laughs> was pitched to everyone. Mm. So yeah. <laughs> all right, Seth Green. Yes. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yes. D and D. That adds up. Yeah. Chris Rock. Lamer. Hmm. Loves chess. Okay. Apparently. All right. Huh. Yeah. 
So that's it. I have to say what made me interested is that there's the Kristen Stewart, Dax Shepard, Seth Green, Freddie Prince Jr. Also, I didn't even Mm -hmm. include, but apparently is into stuff. There's definitely like a certain like they're all about 42 years old right now. Hollywood Mm -hmm. people that like love games. Like I Stephen like Colbert will talk about his like secret D and D group a lot, or I think it's a way of just like having yeah. like a little, like within the celebrity niche culture. There's like a smaller pocket of us that like yes. And remember in Ocean's Eleven where they had the like teen underground poker game. Ooh. When they have a sequel, they should have you, <gasps> me, and Dungeon Master for like those same people like now are learning. Oh, look at my schedule. I am available. Wow. Yeah. So I can do that. Yes. Um, I also wanted to, when I was looking up celebrities and games, I found this, which it, did you know that Britney Spears had a game? (gasps) No. Called. Would you believe it's a version of Twister? (gasps) That makes sense. This adds up. Yeah. I'm listening. I'm listening. But would you believe it's from 2012? No. Not I like 2000. Uh, this makes me sad now. How did I'm this gonna, happen? I want to show you the commercial. <gasps> yeah, that please. I found. There was a commercial. the spots ladies huh. you know i just huh. want to say way to rock, way to the, rock spots, the spots ladies um for Truly. the listeners that didn't see it it's clearly it's it's like five or six girls they're so excited to see britney spears it couldn't be clear that she's not in that room with them that it's a body double from the back and then they turn mm-hmm. it around and she did it in like uh two minutes on an iphone three but I just can't believe that existed when she was 30 years old. Like, not like 18. That's crazy. It's just really strange. A, that is absolutely It's bonkers. just Dance Dance Revolution, but with like little dots. Yes. It also yes. looks more like Simon Says than Twister because it's four colors on a spot. You only get five yes. out, only five songs from her. Wow. Who picked the five? So how could you pick five Britney Spears songs? I am just overwhelmed by this product. And they make it quite clear that the speaker you get is bad <laughs> yes. because yeah. the audio goes from playing in the commercial to playing in the speaker and it's, it's very awful. bad yeah absolutely insane this absolutely is just unhinged. of all of jamie spears mm-hmm. crimes let's add yes. this to the list this was not okay to have a 30 yeah. year old woman have her own version of twister no. absolutely not okay 
upsetting. Very upsetting. And you know, Brittany's not into she's games. Not, she's not into So I think that this, this yeah, turned her it's off. Not, it's not in her nature. Uh, her sons love Yu-Gi-Oh, mm-hmm. I think, or... Um, or oh, yes, uh, yes. or Dragon Ball Z, I think they often draw those that yes. anime. Which yes, they're both yes, good artists. So it's in the. Cute. I think I feel like Britney Spears would have a household that's supportive of games if she herself does not play them. I think she could get into it in the right yeah. moment, especially since she does not like to drink. She's looking for social activities yeah. to do with friends. Uh, Maybe I think it just depends uh, whether you know people that went to her wedding, like Selena Gomez, maybe could help. <laughs> mm, yes, yeah, Selena yeah. can solve the mystery and help Brittany find a, a good game. Yes, yeah, Selena gives off board game vibes more. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, and Drew Barrymore. Uh, oh Drew my Barrymore. God, Drew Barrymore is oh, gaming. Man. Uh, she's gaming. Drew's game. Yeah, it's like she's she's playing ticket day. to ride every day, like call like texting everyone to come and play that. Uh, yeah, she's got a. Uh, she loves rain. Yeah. She does love rain. She does really love it. Did I did die? Speaking of Drew Barrymore in the rain, did we all see the video that was cut together of in Hocus Pocus where they like <laughs> turn the 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 sprinkler on, um, and the witches are like ah, but it's instead he turns the sprinkler and Drew's I like love I love the rain. It's a it's a great video. If you haven't seen it, find it. It's great. I watched it like five times in a row yesterday. I'm doing really well. I think that's great. Well, while we all check out this clip, let's just take a quick break and, you know, we'll call some 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 places where maybe, Lauren, you could go and stay for a while. <laughs> all right. We will be right back. All right, we're back. Um, we don't have a lot of time before my ride gets here to take me to <laughs> wherever it is I'm going. Uh, I've been told I shouldn't disclose uh, too much. But in the meantime, <laughs> while we're waiting, uh, I'm going to, I, I, I want to ask you, when you hear the phrase true American, what does that mean to you? It's, oh, uh, New Girl. It's the New Girl episode. Yeah, it is. It is. I just want to use my my time today to pay tribute to something that I think is just one of the greatest, the greatest achievements in television. And for those who don't remember or just need to be reminded, I'm going to play a little clip to ground us in the world of New Girl. Here is True American, the best game ever from New Girl. We're all adults. What's the harm? We can do this with dignity, self-restraint, and dare I say, honor. The game is true American. One, two, three, four, JFK! Get out of the castle, baby! Go over Cleveland Road, nine consecutive shots! Ah. Welcome to Ellis Island, folks. You're a Bill? Ah. You're a George? You're a Bill? Ah. You're Greek! Get out of here! You're a Greek, get out of here! He's got the flag! Oh! Scatters! Dead. <laughs> it is 
for those who haven't caught on yet, it is <laughs> one of the greatest drinking games. Uh, in one episode, they describe it as 50% drinking game, 50% life-size Candyland. Well, it's actually more like 75% drinking, 20% Candyland, and by the f- way, the floor is molten lava. Actually, it's 90% drinking, and then it's got a loose Candyland-like structure to it. <laughs> and I have been doing a very casual rewatch of the series, and this is this show upon rewatching there's a lot of things about this show that don't necessarily hold up but this game does and the commitment to this becoming part of the like fabric of the show the amount of times they play this game reference this game bring this game back is actually on rewatch insane because it starts relatively early in the show and they're still playing up until the very end like it will come at you at the most they're, they're not doing it all the time but they do it enough that it's it really is wild and what's so funny is they one of the things i love the most about it is that they never take the time for us the viewers to like really understand how the game is played and we're constantly reminded of that by like People that are just outside the group being like, are you ever going to teach me how to play the game? And they're like, no. But a lot of like huge, iconic storytelling moments happen surrounding the game. Like Nick and Jess, like starting to get together. Jess and her Sam, the doctor breaking up. Like there's Schmidt's mom and her partner being revealed that they're getting married. Like there's so many important moments. And I just absolutely love it. And I do also want to say, when I was doing research on the game, I am in awe of something I discovered, which was, and I have to assume this is fan-made, but, and I will share this on our social media platforms, but y'all, somebody made TrueAmericanRules.com and people actually took the time and watched the episodes enough to create both working rules that make you able to play at home as well as the show rules because there's some discrepancies because there's some things that you see that like so TrueAmericanRules.com beautiful and now I guess I really don't have as much of a thesis this week as a plea. I'm looking for some brave Americans that will play this with me. That's really what I came here today to say is much like Jason is a dungeon master. I want to be a true American. And who (laughs) wants to go on a campaign with me is what I'm asking. I mean, I'm on board. Yeah, this is great. Uh, Right? How fun is this? And the floor is lava. Great. Yeah. Classic American game. I love it classic american game and i'm just so curious are there games that you've ever seen on tv like that you've been like "Ooh, i want to do this like are there like have there ever been episodes that you're like "Ooh, that looks so fun i want to get in on it like this makes me want to yeah, be part of the i game. um the parks and rec episode there was a game what board game did uh her husband make that ruined him um that made no sense i am blanking on this um uh that just like watching him like he made this like very complicated game that no one could understand and it was just the just the dedication to like that much time spent into something just like warms my heart yeah because i like if someone was like the game is one hours of understanding the rules and two hours of playing like that's a fair trade-off i would do that so just that dedication to complexity i really enjoy and so um yeah just that that moment warmed my heart the 
Was it the cones of Dunshire? Yes, that's it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, just like it looked like it had lots of elaborate props and details and mm-hmm. looked like a pain, but just uh, like I was a down play that for sure, for sure. Um, because my brain just like it. turns on. It's just like I want to do this now. I want to focus on the rules, and this is how I'm having fun. Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah. Hmm. Caitlin, have you ever seen a game on I'm TV? Trying, I'm trying to think of fake games that I've seen. It's funny all those comedies that are like the same era have one. That's yeah. interesting. It's a tough- it's a real thing. Like I realized, like I and I assume it's partly because a you for continuity purposes you want you don't want to get in the weeds with a game no. that people actually know. So I get that. And then I'm also sure there's like you know copyright and licensing and like and I'm sure like there are plenty of TV studios and networks and stuff have different overall deals but like you start to get into oh, like yeah. are we allowed? so it's like i'm like oh i i'm i love this creative solution because it's like yeah we want to see people playing games together because like and i love it and i think true american in particular speaks to me because it gets to the heart of one of the things i love the most which is drinking yes. and <laughs> so but i was trying to remember and caitlin this is a question for you i was trying to th- it reminds me of like on it's always sunny when they're doing the um the drinking game across on the airplane right yes they have a game they have a similar thing it's the the baseball guy it's the baseball guy episode hi guys it's caitlin interrupting the episode from the editing booth i just want to say the name of the always sunny in philadelphia game is charity mcdennis the game of games we know that we just forgot lauren and i have always claimed to be always sunny stands so we're very embarrassed that we couldn't come up with that name at the time. While we're here, I might as well mention that earlier in this episode, I called Kristen Bell Kristen Stewart, and no one corrected me. Did that make you feel insane? Because it did when I heard it. Anyway, back to the episode. But anyways, I think I've realized that my favorite comedies are comedies that center around groups of friends that not only um, drink together, but they normalize drinking together by gamifying drinking together. Sure. And so I want to play True Americans, but I also feel a need to like invent one. Like, have you like what's like have you ever invented? Have either of you ever invented like an overly complicated? Ga- <laughs> yeah, Jason's like absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I was a child when I did this, but yes, well, yeah, sure. that's when you have the whimsy of inventing games. But yeah, it was called Robber, mm-hmm. and we would play it on the trampoline, and everyone in my neighborhood had their own Ooh. character sheet that when they came over to play it, oh, I would wow. give them stats and items that they would collect. And <gasps> I think it, it was basically just like me trying to like tackle them on the trampoline. It's a miracle no one got hurt. But right. um, that's but incredible. like sometimes it'd be like you like th- I throw like a ball up in the air. If they caught the ball, they'd get a prize or something. And if they threw the ball at me or you know they would somehow defeat the monster but yeah it was like very i would like draw their little characters on the sheet it was detailed um yeah it was called robber a a hummingbird lane classic (laughs) wow hummingbird lane beautiful wow 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 Wow. and when is that short film coming out Um, you know i (laughs) hummingbird lane a story of children playing robber Robert, yes. Um, you know what? I'll add it to, to you know what? I, I need a, needed a short film idea. So that's that's the top of my short film list ideas. Great. There you go. You're <laughs> welcome. You, thank you. Um, has there ever been a show that's based around a people that do a game night together? Like like oh, Friends game night? There's been a like movie. That. There's game that night. movie game night, which I think was woefully underrated. And actually, 
speaking speaking of new girl lamora morris is in it and is so funny in that movie um i love that movie but i think it would be a great tv show i remember when i saw the movie being like oh i wish this was a yeah. series i want to live with this you friends. have the league that's kind of like fantasy sports structured in right, that way and right. so that's game like but maybe not you know they're not playing ticket ticket to ride yeah. i'll get my second shout yeah. out to ticket to ride together every week <laughs> Jason is sponsored by Ticket, Ticket to Ride. Ride. A classic, a mm-hmm. classic game of trains and travel. It's great. <laughs> a classic game of trains yeah. and travel. You are really doing it so well. Um, yeah, but no, I don't think there's been like a, a TV show, and it's such an easy, fun premise because you ha- you can have the same cast of characters, but you can also have the outliers, right? Like, I don't know, it's so fun. I would, I would watch it. So I would. Should we write it? Let's get going. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a draft of a D&D pilot. I'll dust it off. I need, I need, I need some new blood into it. So yeah, this is. <laughs> thank Sounds you, thank good. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, cause it's such a funny idea, right? Cause like, cause that, that's what's so fun about game nights is like when they rotate, every host is going to host it differently. Cause like Jason's mm-hmm. going to do the D&D night. Caitlin is probably going to give us something classic. I'm going to guess like a, I don't know, a Monopoly or like a, Shoots and ladders. And like classic. You're, and you're gonna come to my house and I'm gonna be like, tonight's a night we do play <laughs> true Americans. Like I will commit to that bit and I will be like, it's here for heavy because I, I was the girl in grad school more than once. I hosted the like whatever pop culture drinking game we found that week. So like <laughs> we once did the Dawson's Creek drinking game, which I don't think I've ever gotten so drunk so fast because it was like every time Joey pushes her hair behind her ear, oh, you drink. You're done. Every time, like I was literally on the floor in my apartment, and I remember hearing tornado sirens going off and thinking, "If this is how I go, this is how I go." Like just being at peace, be- knowing that I would have. It's beautiful. Gone to my maker, hearing the the voice of Joey Potter in the distance. Anyways. Here. <laughs> wow, this really got off track. <laughs> Apparently, I just really want to. I just really want to host a uh, True Americans night, and that's there's really no thesis. There's there's just me begging you guys to come. I'm there. Come I'm there. We'll, we'll okay, print out sure. the rules and add Great. more to it as we go. Love it. Yeah. <gasps> <gasps> I love it. I'm a little worried my apartment might be too small to host, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll find someone. Yeah, we'll just try. This is a way for you. You're trying to get one of us to volunteer. <laughs> I mean, I am my well, lovely honestly, here, so. honestly, I'm not sure any of yeah, us should like, host it. Maybe we well, should rent. Maybe we should rent a space at Champion <laughs> Studios. <gasps> yeah. Yes, okay. We're now we're problem yes, solving. Yeah, you know, I think though maybe the fun of it. I do have a lot of pillows, and I do think that the insane amount of pillows I have could be helpful for True American. Yeah, because you need surfaces to jump on safely. Okay. It's the combination of like surfaces. physical jumping and heavy drinking that does concern me for us playing this. But well, yeah. you, you know what you really need. We gotta find an abandoned discovery zone <laughs> that still has all the stuff in it. Uh, <laughs> okay, so yeah, that makes sense. If any of the stand stands have a lead and on an abandoned discovery yes. zone, mm-hmm. but that's yes. safe. It could be one that we sneak into at night. So it could be abandoned for the evening. Like that will also work. Do we still have any of those like play, like discovery zones or like, what are they They have now? those, the, the, those like um, trampoline parks are popular. Okay, well that sounds scary. <laughs> No, they have like a bunch of foam things you can jump in. There's one right out by your favorite thing, American Dream Mall. There is? Yeah. Well, I guess I know what I got to do. I guess I got another adventure to go on. I'll scout it out and see if it's right for true American. (laughs) 
just explain that to the manager. I'm an adult woman here by myself, but don't worry. I'm scouting it out for to play the new girl. We'll game. hide all of our drinks in like uh, water bottles, so it'll be fine. Um, the children won't know. I clearly want to come after hours when there's no kids there. I don't want to play with any children. This is fa- my God. I'm trying to relax. I'm off the clock. Fair, fair, fair. fair. Um, I'm trying to give you. Multi- I wanted to be my friends. Yeah, just want my friends there. Uh, mm-hmm, understood. Mm-hmm. Understood. And this is when I get really angry that my uncle and aunt retired and moved away without my permission because their house <laughs> would have been great for True American. They had a great house for uh, True American. Did they have like a sectional? Oh, they really, and, they um, did they uh, trampoline floors? Oh yeah. oh yeah, they had multiple. They had multiple floors. They had a whole <gasps> big backyard. I just feel like it would have really worked. They should Venmo you like a thousand dollars to make up for this. So bare minimum rent. Absolute something. bare minimum. And I feel very confident that they will never listen to this episode because I feel very confident on if you are listening to this, I'll write you a check for a thousand dollars, but it'll be from an old check checking account that is no longer in existence. Sorry about it, but I will eat my words. If you Stakes are sky high, if my aunt and uncle find their way to listening to this, I will be so shocked because I have tried to get them to watch live streams and they couldn't, they couldn't figure it out. So, and that was, uh, yeah, I just can't imagine. I can't imagine. But prove me wrong, Uncle. Prove me wrong. <laughs> the gauntlet is thrown. <laughs> wow, this took a turn. I didn't realize I was going to lay down a gauntlet today. Wow, we have family but I guess it's trauma. Just the, it's just the, it's the competitive spirit of talking about games. That's yeah, what got it. brings up a lot. It brings up emotions and our characters and what matters to them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Jason... When you heard the word game revealed tonight, is there anything that you got excited that you thought we'd tackle that we didn't get to? What, do you have any last thoughts or offerings for the for the listeners about games and, and media, games and television? Oh, gosh. Um, I think my broad take would be like, because like, I thought we'd cover like reality-based st- strategy games. It just like always feels wow. uh, like another sort of minor, exp- a minor mm-hmm. expertise of, of, of me. And so I um, was ready to dive into mm-hmm. like social strategy of that. Oh, like a survival. A survivor, a big brother. I have watched you facilitate these games in real life as well. Yes. So, love, if anyone has an apartment in New York City that wants me to be a game master for a day-long big brother game, like, please, would love (gasps) to involve you on that journey. So, what I'm hearing is... One, we should do, uh, we'll have to have you back in the future to talk about this. But two, we're going to have to do a We Stand sponsored Big Brother Day. We're going to have to figure out how to make this happen. Uh, Yeah. We're going to. It is. Yeah. It's life changing. I've seen the best moments of television in the floor of someone's apartment. Just like playing that game. (laughs) It's truly amazing. Well, Stan Stans, you're going to need to slide into our DMs. Let us know if we if we hosted this, would you play? Who wants to play? Would you play? Who wants to come? We Mm -hmm, need a Jeff mm -hmm. Probst. If we get enough. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Jeff is thirsting for it. Jeff listens. He's ready. He's a Stan Stan. The thing is, is that Jeff has a lot of notes every week and I just refuse to take them. It's, it's a little much. Like, he just needs to stay in his lane. Yeah, yeah. I don't come to his house and tell him what to do. Mostly because I don't want to go to it's his so house. Because I feel like it would be really stressful. It's so far. It feels like it'd be stressful. It takes so many boats to get there. Um, just like, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so <laughs> many, many boats. boats. <laughs> because he does live on whatever island course, they're filming yeah, on. He has enough money to buy Fiji yeah. now. He's <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's fine. That's certainly positive (laughs) for the world. (laughs) Made me sad as soon as I said it. So um, I'm just going to acknowledge that. But uh, I didn't say that as a good thing. Oh, 
Just All right. Because- well, Jason, if our stand stands want to find you on your yes. way to uh, accruing a unethical yeah. amount of money, <laughs> where can they see or listen to you? Um, uh, on Twitter is my best is my favorite social media app of the moment. Um, I just got circles and I'm really excited about that. But yeah, uh, Jason. Yeah, it's very exciting. But yeah, Jason underscore sweeten, sweeten like you sweeten your coffee. Yeah. Ooh, oh, nice. Sweeten yes, your sweeten Twitter, Twitter. Yes. by following Jason Sweeten. Well, you know, you can follow us across all social media platforms that we stand mm-hmm. social. Will you play games with us? What, what would yeah. you like to see at such a game night? Yeah. Let us know. Who wants to play True American with me? Who wants to play Big Brother IRL? Let us know. Sound off. And while you're at it, let us know what topics you think we should get into next. Yeah, a great okay. place to do that would be in a five-star review. <gasps> uh, a five-star review. Classic mess around territory. And that's where you can win. If, if mm, you have that spirit, ooh. a competitive spirit, give a, leave a five-star review before your friend does. <laughs> ooh, that's ooh. a good game. That's a good game, yeah. Um, only winners, no losers. Uh, that's right. great. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, good game, everybody. Good, good game. Good, good game. game. Talmor is my home. My family have worked the land for generations. My grand says the island does not belong to us, but we belong to the island. And we must be ready, for a great evil is coming. And death follows with it. Listen and subscribe to the latest season of Undertow, The Harrowing, a Storyglass production presented by Realm, available wherever you get your podcasts.